Welcome to the Force of Habit podcast, a kick-ass space for the woman of color on her journey to becoming the most powerful version of herself. Here, we talk all things mindset, routine, and transformation. I'm your host, Chantel Taylor, nutritionist and weight loss coach. Come hang out with me, girl. Grab your headphones or blast me on your morning commute. This space is just for you. Here we grow. What's up, ladies, and welcome, welcome back to a brand new episode of Force of Habit. So, I've been gone (laughs) for a few months. I know, I know, I missed you guys too. And there isn't any particular reason for my short break other than busyness uh, with my program, Nutrition, and a fleeting creative rut. (laughs) But uh, it's been an incredible year so far, since March, at least since we last talked. We've welcomed so many amazing members. We've had so many incredible jaw-dropping transformations inside and out. And I've simply been away pouring into them, pouring into the membership. As you guys know, we did change our model at the end of last year. So we, we switched from courses to membership. And I've just been making sure that that is exactly what my girls need in order to thrive, in order to hit their goals. So I've just been busy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But if you follow me on Instagram or TikTok, you know I've been present and active there. So hopefully we've been over there having a good old time. But I'd be lying if I said I didn't miss the Chicken Nugget Gang because I do. So before we jump in to today's podcast episode, let me give you a quick little update on what's happening in my world, in my little old world. Lots of milestones happening and coming up, so let me run through this speed dating style so I can get you up to speed. We've welcomed over 2,000 new Sheetrician members this year. I adopted Bexley this past week, which was such an incredible day. Um, Very bittersweet for how we got here, but a beautiful day nonetheless. I had a uh, breakfast baby shower. Um, and it was, it was so sweet and it was so amazing. Our entire family and our friends came out. Um, Otis celebrated one year sober, which I am in awe of and so incredibly proud of him. I really want to bring him on the podcast soon (laughs) to share his story, but we're working on it. We're working on it. We're also celebrating our very first wedding anniversary in just a few days. This time last year, Um, I think we had just had our bachelorette and bachelor parties and we were like gearing up for the wedding. So that's crazy. Um, and next month is also the anniversary of the day we lost Kelsey, but Bo's first birthday. So a lot of happy and sad moments going on right now. A lot of busyness, a lot of blessings, a lot of beautiful stuff happening too, but that is pretty much what's going on over here in uh, Tellyland <laughs> the last couple of couple of months. But I have been taking time to write podcast outlines for the last, for a while, okay? I don't think I ever really stopped, but I think I got a few DMs like, girl, where are you at, okay? Miss you, love you, but uh, get back on the mic. <laughs> so here I am. But I think the time off will have been worth it because I feel recharged and excited to be back on the podcast. But enough about me. So this week on the pod, I wanted to talk about dun 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 processed foods. I did a reel last week about the processed foods I have in my kitchen that help me eat healthier, easier, and more consistent. And there were a few people 
who were nothing short of shocked <laughs> that me, a nutritionist, has processed foods in her kitchen. Cue the gasps. And I thought, wow, there's a lot of misinformation about what processed foods even are. And so I thought this would be a perfect episode to kind of wiggle my way back into podcasting. <laughs> so here we are. So I kind of wanted to go through a few things uh, so that you understand what processed foods are, but also teach you or remind you that they can absolutely both be healthy or be a part of a healthy diet. Sometimes when I say that, people are confused. Like when I say be a part of a healthy diet, instead of calling a specific food healthy or not healthy, and that's because there's levels to this, okay? <laughs> not every food we eat is going to be the epitome of health. And honestly, we shouldn't want it to. Some things offer us very little nutritional benefits, but they taste good or they make us happy or we get to enjoy them in the company of the people we love. And so if any of those things ring true, then the food, no matter what it is, can be a part of your healthy diet. But what is processing? So processing, when referring to food, simply means altered from its original or its natural state. So when you go into the store and you buy pre-chopped veggies to save yourself a little time in the kitchen, those are processed. Foods that are pickled, processed. Foods that are washed, <laughs> processed. Protein powder, in general, a very health food, right? Hella processed. Frozen fruits, processed. Enriched flour, processed. Then there are processed foods we typically think of when we hear the word processed. So think the snack cakes, the treats, the syrup, the frozen foods like pizza or bread. And these foods are the foods that have the harsher reputation. These foods are shunned the most, shamed and demonized to not be healthy. And you know what? Some of it is technically true. Not all of these foods are health foods, but you guys know how I feel about labeling foods good or bad. And in today's time, no one's directly saying uh, food is bad. They're kind of beating around the bush. They're saying, don't eat this if you want to be healthy. They're calling it not healthy. They're saying this is bad for your gut health. This is terrible for this. This is this. So they just make comments about it not being healthy. And, you know, I have a real problem with that because, one... A lot of the information I see in TikToks and Reels are from people who don't have a degree in nutrition science, aren't registered dietitians, or don't have any type of formal education in the nutrition space. Maybe they've taken a six-week course or um, they read a book <laughs> or an article and they call themselves nutritionists or they call themselves nutrition coaches or um, fitness coaches, whatever. And a lot of the time, research is not backed up by these claims. And a lot of this information feeds diet culture. So when women come into the program and, you know, a lot of the times, the first few weeks, especially when they're working through core, their, their core trainings in nutrition, they're always so shocked and second guess it being this easy or that they can eat these foods like we have a dessert tab in nutrition we have a cocktail tab in nutrition and i don't healthify a lot of the desserts i don't healthify a lot of the cocktails 
I make sure that they are um, goal friendly. So when I say that, not super high calorie. And I want to make sure that I am adding in as much nutrients as I can without compromising taste. And so when they're able to eat the brownies or they're able to have the cocktail or they're able to have the pasta in their meal planner, it's a lot of coaching them around the idea of this is okay. You don't have to cut this out in order to lose weight. And um, processed foods is just one of those things too. People think that they have to buy all organic. They have to buy all of their fruits and vegetables fresh. They can't have the snack cakes that they like to enjoy sometimes. And so when we start getting into all these rules and all these restrictions, you guys know how I feel about this. I think it does way more harm than good every single time. Because what happens is you restrict all of those foods as long as you can and then you end up eating them anyway when you feel guilty and you binge and you tell yourself you're a failure and you get back into that cycle. So in my reel, one of the things I have in my kitchen almost always are chicken nuggets and quality uncured uh, deli cuts. And someone uh, commented, I can't wrap my brain around either of them being healthy. And those comments always confuse me because the very people who comment on videos or or worse, make comments to other people in person, um, to people about their food choices, know damn well that they themselves do not only eat health foods exclusively. And I'm not saying that this particular comment was even comparing the two, but when I see comments like, this isn't healthy, people shouldn't be eating this, it's like, girl, now you know you'll be eating this stuff too. The idea behind having processed foods in my kitchen, I can't speak for everyone else, but I feel like the sentiment is shared by many is that it helps us eat healthy, easier, and more consistently. And most importantly, some processed foods may help you enjoy your weight loss journey more. If you do not enjoy what you are doing each and every day, the clock is ticking. It is only a matter of time before you stop. And so if you have a busy career, maybe tons of kids or hell, just one toddler because they are enough. (laughs) Buying frozen veggies, pre-chopped fruits, um, Greek yogurt in the single serve containers, quality chicken nuggets or deli cuts can make eating healthier easier for you. What happens when you think processed foods are unhealthy or you're shamed for getting the chicken nuggets, even though they make a really quick dinner option when you're in a bind is you buy the untouched fruits and vegetables. You spend time washing and chopping and storing and, you know, making everything from scratch. It can easily burn you out on your journey, especially in the beginning when you are building habits and I talk about this all the time in nutrition you have to start with one block and then add another and then add another if you try to build the entire castle in one day it is going to come crashing down so then what happens you start to develop the beliefs that eating healthy is hard losing weight is hard it's expensive it's time consuming so you stay the same year after year, instead of just buying things that make your life and eating healthier easier. 
but not even with just frozen or washed or pre-washed or pre-chopped vegetables or fruits. You also may be shamed about the frozen pizzas, the ice cream, the snack cakes. You know, I love a good honey bun sometimes. But there's a place for all of those things in your diet. 110%, okay? I stand 10 toes down. But why, Chantel? Those really aren't healthy. They're really not. And yeah, you're right. But earlier I mentioned how these things can help you stay consistent on your weight loss journey or just your journey to eating healthier too. How? Because research shows us time and time and time and time again that the more restrictive the diet, the more you cut out whether that's food groups, specific foods, or cutting down too much on calories or energy, you are less likely that you'll either get to your goal in the first place, but more importantly, maintain your results. This is exactly why you know people who have lost 20 pounds doing keto or trying a new trendy diet or program, but what many of these people fail to tell you is the time they spend trying to re-lose the same weight or share about their experience gaining the weight back. In my reels and my tiki talks, <laughs> I'm often posting about my love for Pop-Tarts and mini pizookies and deli meats. And there's always a little pushback when I do. These things aren't healthy. We shouldn't be eating these things. This is bad. Yada, yada, yada. And it's sad because I'm speculating here, but I'm willing to bet a lot of those women struggle with their relationship with food and battle themselves a lot when they want to eat something, but they've told themselves they can't or that it's too unhealthy or it's bad. Nutrition and food is a science. It is. There are real benefits and effects that specific foods can have on our body, but it's also an art. Food is emotional, and I say this all the time, but we use food to bond. We use it to celebrate and sometimes cope. Real emotional reactions can happen when we eat. And so when you understand that you can honor both sides, honor your body with foods that make it feel good, honor it by honoring your hunger, respecting your fullness, but also by enjoying it, by eating foods that you enjoy in your culture or in social settings. Enjoy foods that you loved in your childhood. The difference is, is that sometimes when we ban a specific food, it just makes us want it more. And so we feel out of control around it and we eat more than what is healthy because we've told ourselves we cannot have it. And I don't know about you, but if you tell me, you know, you put me in a room with cupcakes and you say, don't eat any of these cupcakes, I am going to be thinking about the cupcakes the entire time. (laughs) And I will probably sneak a few. And so when you release this rule book of good and bad foods, what's bad, what's healthy, and you just honor how your body feels. And this is kind of how I teach my girls in nutrition, how to cut out, you know, specific foods from their diet or how to make sure that they can only eat something in a specific portion is how their body feels. If you eat ice cream 
and you feel like crap after, then you should either look at scaling back the portion, switching the brand, or just not eating ice cream very often. You know, this episode isn't to be like, oh, eat all the processed foods at, you know, at any amount and it's fine. It's like, no, I'm not saying that. There are effects to eating, you know, too many um, highly palatable processed foods that are high in sugar, of course. Of course, of course, of course, of course. But the issue is the nevers. I can never have that. Uh, When I do eat that, even though it's not often, I feel guilt. I feel shame. And so kind of wanting to help you guys begin to view your food from a different perspective, knowing that you can absolutely have these foods and plan for these foods and still hit your goals, both your weight loss goals and your health goals. You know, um, our weight is not the only marker of our health. And sometimes it's not even a factor in our health, whether we're healthy or not. And so when you begin to honor all foods and you view your food from a place of adding and not restricting or eliminating, your life and your weight loss become a million times easier. When you're not operating each day with a bunch of rigid rules and guidelines and you're able to make quick, informed, healthy decisions about your life, your body, your goals, man, things really do change. They do. So the goal of today's short and sweet podcast is to hopefully, you know, I don't even know if it's short and sweet. I don't know how long I've been talking. (laughs) but it's to hopefully share with you that all foods can fit and be a part of a healthy diet that leaves your body feeling good healthy and happy there is no rule book you get to create your rules so i hope this is helpful and if you want maybe like a part two to this episode where maybe i share how you can keep processed foods in your diet and make meaningful progress on your weight loss journey. Just say the word, leave me a review, a rating, and I'll get right on that. I'm so happy to be back. And until then, I'll see you next week, boo. But for real this time. (laughs) Bye.